0: As time, and more gruesome than most, an unknown serial killer terrorized the people of the Whitechapel district in London, England. Though they occurred nearly cin- a century and a half ago, the gruesome murders committed by this madman are still fresh on people's minds as the question continues to haunt the public. Who was Jack the Ripper? I'm Hailey, and I'm Jordan. And this is Guilty Party a podcast where we delve into the darkness of humanity to discuss famous unsolved crimes. As always, your discretion is advised, especially in this episode as we will be talking about some pretty gruesome things. And I know you're a big true crime nerd, so I'm sure you've heard of Jack the Ripper. Yes, I definitely have. (laughs) A little spooky. Don't love it, but... Yeah, well, good good for you, Good for news for you. I go into really in-depth on what the bodies look like. Oh, I hate that. Yeah. I hate that so much. Yeah. That's the worst part. <laughs> all right, let's get into the timeline. For context, the White Chapel District was a place where men feared no God. Similar to a red-light district today, it was a crime-ridden, dingy, dirty place where most of its residents lived in extreme poverty. According to BBC America, it was, quote, a maze of entries, alleyways, and courtyards were all lit by single gas lamps, giving about out about six feet of light, and at times were so thick that you would struggle to see your own hand in front of your face." Because poverty was so widespread, many women, in desperation to get money, turned to prostitution to make ends meet, and it was these prostitutes that our elusive killer would target. On August 31st, 1888, a cart driver named Charles Cross was on his way to work when he found the body of Mary Nichols lying in front of his stable. He had been walking along Buck's Row at 3.40 a.m. when he discovered her body. The police were called, and Nichols was deemed dead on sight, having been lying there for nearly half an hour. Meaning Cross had just near- narrowly missed the murderer. Ooh. Hmm. Okay, so first of all, why was he walking around at 4:30 in the morning or 4:40? That's a little sus. He was he was headed to work, I guess. But yeah, 20, I don't know what 30, you would. Well, yeah, I don't know what you would be doing that. Half an hour. Yeah okay (laughs) (laughs) which again how do they know it was half an hour because like nowadays it's like really technical stuff and you have to do like this entire process to narrow it down the time of death like Mm. they just go up and be like taste the blood and be like 30 minutes 30 minutes (laughs) (laughs) Mm, this tastes like half an hour (laughs) it's like still warm yeah maybe it was still warm i don't know that's disgusting Mm. Nichols' throat had been severely slashed, and upon examining her body at the morgue, it was discovered that she had been disemboweled, which basically uh, means her organs were missing. Ah! What did he do with the organs? I don't know, man. Uh. I don't know. This is believed to be, the first, to be the Ripper's first murder, although some claim he had killed up to 11 women, killing before Nichols. The next body was discovered about a week later on September 8th, 1888. Annie Chapman, another woman of the night, was found about a half mile from Bucks Row on Hanbury Street. Her body was discovered by John Davis, and I'm pretty sure I might be related to this, Davis. Because my family is from England, so... Your ancestor discovered a murder? Yeah. Ooh, maybe it'll be you someday.
1: It's (laughs) That's what they do
0: at funerals. They toss the funeral flowers back, and whoever catches it is the next one to die. Just really depressed Gen Z people are, like, shoving in their way through. <laughs> like, give me the bouquet! I want to catch it! <laughs> uh, Chapman had been choked into unconsciousness, where her throat had been slashed, and she was disemboweled. Her entrails had been draped across her shoulder like a scarf, and the murderer had even taken her womb. Uh. Um, uh, yeah, so. Oh, uh, why do you... Uh, uh, like, the sh- shoulder, th- that really wasn't necessary. No. And oh. I, I you'll find were uh, they with, still alive when he no or uh, no he slashed the throat first and okay. then would take their organs <sighs> but yeah you'll find with a lot of these um murders that he does really unnecessary things that do not need to be made but mm. Mm, yeah her wound <clears throat> quote obviously the work was that of an expert said dr bagster phillips a medical examiner at the time or one at least who had such knowledge of anatomical or pathological examinations as to be enabled to secure the pelvic organs with one sweep of the knife, quote." Ooh. Later that month, on September 27th, 1888, London's central news agency received a letter from the apparent murderer, quote, "Dear boss, I keep on hearing that the police have caught me, but they won't fix me just yet. I have laughed when they look so clever and talk about being on the right track. That joke about leather apron really gave, gave me real fits. I am down on whores and shan't quit ripping them t- till I do get buckled. Grand work the last job was. I gave the lady no time to squeal. How can they catch me now? I love my work and want to start again. You will soon hear of me and my funny little games. I saved some of the proper red stuff in a ginger bottle over the last job to write with, but it went thick like glue and I can't use it. Red ink is fit enough, I hope. Ha ha. The next job I do, I shall clip the lady's ears off and sent to the police officers just for jolly, wouldn't you? Keep this letter back till I do a bit more work, then give it out straight. My knife is nice and sharp, and I want to get to work right away if I get the chance. Good luck. Yours truly, Jack the Ripper. Don't mind me giving the trade name. Wasn't good enough to post this before I got all the red ink off my hands. Curse it. They say I'm a doctor now. Ha ha. End quote. Okay, so I just want to start with saying how iconic. Dear boss. That's a really (laughs) cool way to start it off. Yeah, um... But I really didn't like – I feel like I'm, (laughs) like, um, editing an essay. Yeah. (laughs) But, no, I really didn't enjoy the I love my job part. Boy, this isn't your job. Go (laughs) sell bread. Like, (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, no, he's – and I I don't want to say love, but (laughs) how he adds in, ha, ha. He literally wrote out the words, ha, ha, just so they would know he was laughing at it. Yeah, twice. Uh, He does it. And, you know – and you'll find with like a lot of serial killer cases, um, they'll they they write letters to the police taunting them. Like Jack the Ripper did it, um, BTK did it, Axeman of New Orleans, Zodiac. They're like, they're always writing letters to the police. And you would think, because the police have like direct contact with the murderers, mm-hmm. it would make it easier to find them. But no, but no. no, this guy's. I mean, these. How long this this guy been unsolved? Like. I think it was like 150 years. Oh my God, yeah. We either need to figure it out or let it go. <laughs> Three days later, on September 30th, 1888, the Ripper committed his famous double murder. The first body was found at 1 a.m. on Burner Street. The victim, Elizabeth Stride, had been slashed across the throat, but no other mutilations to her body were found. Comparing this to the violence of Chapman's murder, police suspected the Ripper had been interrupted before he could finish the job. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's actually like the guy who discovered the body. Mm-hmm. The police were like fearful for that guy's life because they're like, he probably walked in on the Ripper murdering oh. um, Stride. And that's why the Ripper fled the scene without oh like God. doing all his little tricks. But um, 45 minutes later, the body of Catherine Eddowes was found in M- in Mitri Square. According to the office, according to the officer's report, she had been quote gutted like a pig in the market end quote. Post mortem examination revealed that Eddowes had been slashed across the face. Her throat was cut, and she was disemboweled. The killer had removed a kidney, and a deep slash underneath her ear suggested that he had also intended to keep his promise to police about gifting them the next victim's ears. Mm. And also, the thing about Edo's murder is they never found her kidney. Oh my god! Like, wait, did they find the other organs or the others' people? No organs are ever found unless he le- unless he leaves them at the crime scene. Oh my god! Yeah. Okay, so really, really off topic, and I feel like you don't want to put this in, but Elizabeth Stride would be a great drag name. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely keeping that in. <laughs> I mean. It's true, but also horrifying. Okay. Yeah. Later that morning, another message was mailed to Central News Agency. Quote, I was not codding dear old boss when I gave you the tip. You'll hear about Saucy Jack's work tomorrow. Double event this time. Number one squealed a bit. Couldn't finish straight off. Had no time to get ears for police. Thanks for keeping the last letter back till I got to work again. Jack the Ripper, end quote. And the odd thing about this letter is that because it had been received the morning of the crime, none of the public yet knew about the double murder that had occurred just hours earlier, implying that this letter was indeed from Jack the Ripper. Oh. So, and because it sounds like, and police had said, like, it was very similar handwriting, similar, like, language, sentence structure, and all that, so that would, that further implicates that the previous letter had also been a Jack the Ripper letter. Yeah. So little cuckoo in the brains mm. um yeah the final canonical victim's body was discovered on 9th on november 9th 1888 mary kelly was a prostitute much like the other four victims but what differed about her murder was that she had been killed while she slept at home in her own bed at miller's court um this is really really graphic stuff oh, so God. get ready <laughs> kelly had been killed by a brutal slash to the throat that nearly decapitated her but the ripper didn't stop there he, he, quote, had skinned her forehead, cutting off her ears and nose. Her left arm was nearly severed at the shoulder, while both legs were flayed from the th- from thighs to ankles, end quote. She had been disemboweled, and her breast, kidneys, heart, and nose had been placed on the nightstand. Blood was spattered all over the walls and ceiling. An examination showed that Kelly had been three months pregnant, but her killer had not only taken her uterus, but her fetus as well. Ah! So... Very, very different from the other murders. Because, the nightstand. Sorry. Yeah. Uh yeah. It's disgusting. And the thing about this one is that it was so brutal. Like blood covered the room. Um. Uh, that's yeah. Like um. So. Yeah. Room ten forty six. Oh yeah, like room ten forty six. Yeah. But also. Oh my god! Why? Yeah. But the thing is, like. Because this murder was like so different from the other murders, and because it was so violent, people were like, maybe he knew Kelly. Mm. And maybe he had some grudge against her. But that's <gasps> It was cruel. his baby. Who's your daddy? Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh god, your baby daddy's Jack the Ripper. <laughs> oh god. That's messed up. Yeah. Alright. And so the curtain supposedly closed on Jack the Ripper's reign of terror. No one was ever charged with the murders and the infamous madman walked free until the end of his days. But who did the police have their eye on, if anyone, and what exactly could cause someone to go this mad? The police had three official suspects, though it's worth noting that after years of investigation, I actually found a list of suspects totaling 23 people. I've narrowed the list down to who I believe is most likely the Ripper, including the police's three official suspects. So today we'll be looking at eight of them. And obviously these are no way definitively the only eight suspects. Like there is a case for every single one of the people I found. Mm. And of course there is a case not, not incriminating them. So, you know, Hmm. but let's get into it. The the first suspect on the police's list was Montague John Druitt. Druitt was a London barista barrister who may have had a cousin who was a doctor giving him access to the anatomical knowledge the killer clearly possessed the yard claimed quote from private information i have little doubt but that his own family sec- suspected him of being the Whitechapel murderer end quote the problems with drew is that all of, th- of this is speculation done by the yard who could not produce any incriminating statements from his family or evidence that Druitt had any atomical knowledge of his own mm. The second suspect on the police's list was Aaron Kosminski, a Polish Jew who lived in Whitechapel at the time of the murders. Kosminski was apparently driven insane by solitary vices and confined to an asylum in 1891. Um, and solitary vices means he w- he was a masturbator. So he, he, okay, he... Please. Yeah, that, so... You don't need to go to an insane asylum for that. Yeah, no. It's b- healthy. People were like, yeah, he masturbates too much, he must be insane. Uh, Kazminsky was known for his hatred towards women and prostitutes, and his appearance matched alleged descriptions of eyewitness testimonies of the river. But, you know, eyewitness, eyewitness testimonies are whack. Just not good. Yeah. yeah. Kavinsky, Kavinsky may sound sim- familiar due to the fact that we just watched a video on him in class. Russell Edwards and molecular biologist Yarhe Lohelainen used a shawl believed to belong to Catherine Eddowes, the fourth river victim, um... And they were able to link DNA found on the shawl to both Edo's and Com- Kosminsky's descendants, mm. which place which, if true, would have placed Com- Kosminski at the scene of the crime of Edo's murder. Um, basically how what how this all came to fruition was. Doctor Lohilainen identified a mutation in DNA on both the scarf and Edo's descendants, named three one four point one C, a mutation only found in only one in two hundred ninety thousand people in England. However, this identification turned out to be 315.1c, a mutation shared by nearly 99% of England's population, meaning the shawl could have belonged to anyone. Okay, so we had evidence and then we threw it out of a moving window. Yeah. Like, out of a car window. Lady Birded that evidence out of that. (laughs) I don't know if anyone's going to get that reference, but, (laughs) (laughs) well, it's fine. The third and final suspect of the police was Michael Ostrog. Ostrog was described by police as, quote, a mad Russian doctor and a convict and an and unquestionably a homicidal maniac, end quote. Ostrog couldn't provide a strong alibi for his whereabouts during the murders, but there wasn't enough evidence linking him to the crime. Additionally, research in later years proved Ostrog wasn't even a doctor. He merely impersonated one. So, Epic. he would have no knowledge of how to remove people's organs, so mm. he's probably not it. Wait, that one girl with the kidney, mm-hmm. did, was it, like, the Did he cut her back, or did he cut her front? I'm not sure. Because if he cut her back, that's doctor. Moving away from the three official victims and into the land of crazy conspiracy theories, we examine our first unofficial suspect, Jill the Ripper. An unknown female suspect was proposed in 1888, and the theory is that this unknown female suspect was an abortion doctor who would cover up her crimes of her patients who died in her care by mutilating their bodies. This theory was the favorite of famed detective Frederick Aberline, a real life Sherlock Holmes, though no actual suspect was ever identified to make this theory true. Mm-hmm. Our fifth suspect is a man, I'm going to butcher this name, <laughs> m- man named Severin Ant- Antonowicz Klosowski, a Polish surgeon living in Whitechapel in 1888. Klosowski would have possessed the anatomical knowledge required by Jack the Ripper, and in 1895, he was arrested, tried, and hung for poisoning three common-law wives. However, no evidence links him to the Ripper crimes, and sadistic slashers rarely, if ever, switch to poisoning their victims. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, because it would have been weird if he had gone, like, I'm going to cut all your organs out, slash your throat, never mind, I'm just going to poison you. Yeah, like, I'm going to take your womb out, I'm going to take your fetus, and do some probably weird stuff with it. What And what? then I'm going to poison. Suspect number six is Sir William Gull, a physician to Queen Victoria and Prince Albert Victor. Gull is accused of leading a conspiracy to silence those with knowledge of Prince Victor's illegal marriage to a Catholic commoner, killing and mutilating the victims. As with most of our suspects, there is no evidence that actually links Gull to the crime. Furthermore, there's no actual proof of Prince Victor's illegal marriage in the first place, so this is kind of just, like, speculation. I mean, because it was an illegal marriage. But also if he... They still would have had proof of it. Oh, really? Yeah, because obviously if they had stuff to cover up, there had to have been proof of it. Mm, that's true. They're like, I'm going to blackmail you. And they're like, mm, well, I'm going to sling your organs over your shoulder. No. So... <laughs> Jesus. <Jeez. laughs> all right. Joseph Barnett is our seventh suspect and my personal favorite, though we don't have enough time to go into all the reasons why I think he's Jack the Ripper. Barnett was a London fish porter, giving him the anatomical knowledge needed to be the Ripper. He also lived with Mary Keller. Mary Mary Kelly the fifth Ripper victim, until week, two weeks before her murder. Um, it's believed that Barnett was unhappy about Kelly turning to prostitution and he began killing prostitutes to scare her off the streets before eventually killing her after an argument the two of them had two weeks before Kelly's death. And as you'll recall, Kelly's death was so much more brutal mm-hmm. than all the other ones. Police speculated that the Ripper personally knew Kelly. Yeah. so. I mean, and that one was in her house, Yeah, so he would have been able to get... Because he used to live there. So he would have been able to get into the house, murder her, and he would have known, like, her schedule, what time she'd go to bed. Um, We don't have time for this. (laughs) Barnett did it. I'm going on record. Uh, Barnett did it. (laughs) So I understand that, like you know, you know who, you think you know who, but you can't say favorite suspect for the Jack the Ripper. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Okay, Our final suspect is one that I included just for fun and because I found it interesting that he was even considered a suspect. Um, The man's name is Charles Lutwidge Dodgson, and you may know him by his more famous pen name, Lewis Carroll, the author of Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. Oh, Carol was first named as a Ripper suspect in 1997 when Richard Wallace believed that anagrams in Carol's writing link him to the Ripper crimes. Obviously, this isn't exactly evidence, because, like, you can imply anything. You can just be like, the way he wrote this one line implies that he was Jack the Ripper. Like, you can say yeah. that about anything. Um, so it's incredibly unlikely that Carol is even associated with the Whitechapel murders. But I just thought he was an interesting suspect, one yeah. that I never would have thought of. I mean, but he was hopped up on so much lsd yeah he could have been seeing things and killing people and all this maybe maybe he was jack the ripper yeah maybe i like joe the ripper personally you like joe the ripper yeah i also like your guy though barnett yeah Yeah. i i I could go 30 minutes on why he's jack the ripper (laughs) but i'm not gonna (laughs) um okay jack the ripper and his gruesome attacks against women in the Whitechapel district continue to haunt and captivate the public to this day what kind of person could commit such heinous crimes? Will he ever know who Jack the Ripper was? Perhaps someday in the future, the cold case will be cracked. But for now, dear listeners, the guilty party goes unpunished. Thanks for listening to this episode of Guilty Party. Now here are some bonus clips that I had to cut from the actual episode that I thought you might still enjoy. <laughs> um, that's a little off topic, my brother. <laughs> Wait! <laughs> Yeah, out. definitely edit that part out. No. <laughs> I mean, I'm just assuming that and, all men in and general- your brother's name is Jack. Oh my god, oh, my, god, my, my god, brother's Jack the Ripper. Your brother's Jack the Ripper, confirmed. Oh god, my sister's dating him. Oh my god, your sister's baby daddy. Is <laughs> Jack? <laughs> my sister is Mary Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, no impregnation between them two yet. Oh my god, you're making it worse. God, cut all of this out. <laughs> Delete it from the air and from our brains. Okay. Okay. Don't even... Delete the whole podcast. Just (laughs) (laughs) delete it. Don't even... (laughs) sorry, Miss Bell, I couldn't turn in my assignment. My friend started going on a rant about how her brother was going to impregnate my sister. Ooh, God, we need to keep talking. Keep talking. Go to the next (gasps) guy. Go to the next guy. Yeah, I'm I'm not sure. I didn't know kidneys were towards the back until, like, last week. It's okay. I (laughs) I learned that while taking a sports medicine test on anatomy, so... (laughs) Anyways, now I have an image of Jack the Ripper doing weird stuff with a fetus in my mind. Thank you, Jordan. Uh, wait, I don't, I don't want to pause the- for sound. <laughs> Jordan is currently dancing to the phone ringing. <laughs> it's so slow, I can't dance to it. You gotta Stop. <laughs> my legs are kind of cold maybe you should have worn pants um no okay pants are dumb okay i thought about wearing pants but then i was like notchy okay i want to make it clear she is wearing she is wearing pants i (laughs) she has shorts on (laughs) i i am technically wearing pants to cover my booty but like (laughs) (laughs) Uh, what if i give this to miss bell completely unedited that's a problem please edit this yeah i definitely will okay spell i have pants on i swear okay (laughs) we can continue